Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we're going to try something a little different today, folks. Try to mix things up just a little bit. Not necessarily a, a change in the format, but what we want to do, what we're going to try this week is to kind of break up the podcast a bit. For quite a while now, we've been doing a weekly podcast, and I think on average, we're doing about 40, 45 minutes a podcast. So we're just going to at least this week, maybe next week, try something a little different, kind of split the podcast a bit, do two podcasts, try to target 15 to 20 minutes each. Instead of 10 to 12 stories, try to do five or six in that ballpark. See if I can throttle back the yapping. Yap, 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 yap. See if I can keep my big mouth, hold everything to about 15 to 20 minutes, and we'll see if if this winds up being better programming for us. Split things up, do it a couple times a week, two shorter podcasts instead of one. So since we're trying to keep this, keep it short, try to bring this thing in on time, 15 to 20 minutes. Let's just go ahead and jump into things. And this first one is from the post-millennial. Washington lawmakers claim term marijuana is racist, remove it from state laws. The term marijuana itself is pejorative and racist. A Democrat state representative, of course, who sponsored the bill, said during testimony. And that Washington state representative, her name is Melanie Morgan, and that changes every revised code of Washington and swaps out the word marijuana for cannabis. And this is why the BIPOC folk, they're starting to trend Republican. This sort of silly symbolism over substance. Swapping out marijuana for cannabis, how many black lives are going to be improved by doing that? None. Not that they care, but none. And these poor, dopey, hysterical, millennial Gen Z kids out there, the ones who get triggered over the word grandfathered because grandfathered, that's allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, racist. And now they got this. See some stoner. Hey, man, you want to go smoke some marijuana? Oh, dude, that's racist. That word is racist. You're a racist. I can totally see some hysterical woke, white millennial Gen Z kid out there wanting to virtue signal, calling everyone who uses the word marijuana a racist. But you folks in Washington, you blithering idiots who voted for these clowns 
to represent you. You enjoy the linguistic gymnastics you got going on out there. You all have fun with that. This next story is for all you virgin pajama boys. Living in your parents' basement, eyeing up that sex doll in the corner, playing with yourselves, your Pokemon cards, your Playstations, masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics, masturbating to whatever the hell they're posting on Reddit this week, freaking out your parents, freaking out the neighbors. This next story from Fox Business, it's for you. Metaverse. New tech could allow users to feel objects in VR. That's right, folks. There's this company, Mac Interact Lab. Well, that's obnoxious to say. They developed a Metaverse controller, the Spinaccio, another obnoxious word to say, and the Spinaccio, that will allow users to feel objects in the Metaverse. What's the Metaverse? That's where Virgin Pajama Boys, that's where they go to live out their fantasies. They can't deal with the real world. They go hang out in the metaverse. White Boy Malcolm X, question for you, sir. Would you do this? Would you go into the metaverse? No. That's a good answer. Neither would I. But you wouldn't even go in there if you could touch things. Hell no. That, sir, sounds very definitive. You know what, though, white boy Malcolm X, now that I think about it, although I suspect I would never see you again, you could, in theory, you could go into the metaverse, get you one of those controllers, this Spinaccio thing, and you could, sir, maybe possibly play Hansy Gropey with a VR AJKJ Appa, that strapping young stud of a ginger. You could do that. Maybe yes. (laughs) Who the hell do you think you're kidding with that? That BS, maybe yes. Maybe yes, my ass. I would never see you again. You'd be in the, the metaverse defiling gingers all day, every day. And I have to say, when this thing comes out, I will really feel bad. Really, really bad for all the parents out there who have one of these virgin pajama boys living in their basement, doing all that weird crap, and now they've got this Spinocchio thing where they can be handsy-gropey with God knows what in the metaverse. And not only would I feel bad for them, the parents, but I would also feel bad for the sex doll. The sex doll they keep in the corner. The sex doll... They used to use all the time. That'll just sit there and collect dust if they can go into the the metaverse and defile something there. From Boston.com, actor Ezra Miller arrested again on Hawaii's Big Island. So Ezra Miller, he plays the speed queen in DC Comics movies. You virgin pajama boys. You know him as The Flash. But here on the Miller Frost Podcast, we call him the Speed Queen. But he is now, for a second time, in, I think, two or three weeks, he has gotten himself in trouble with Popo. First time was at a karaoke bar. 
he got triggered by someone singing karaoke, went after some guy playing darts, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, on both of those. But now, again, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, he got himself arrested for throwing a chair at someone's house. A chair which then hit some poor woman in the forehead. Talk about starting to go off the rails. Ezra Miller here. At this rate, I think he's heading for a full-on Britney Spears kind of meltdown, circa 2000 or whatever, whenever she shaved her head. But if he keeps this up, that's where he's going. That's where I see this going. What? No. No, I'm not making fun of him on that. I did not bring this up, white boy Malcolm X, to make fun of him on it. I'm just stating, as a matter of fact, from the bleachers that I'm sitting in, kind of watching this in passing from the other side of the country, he seems to be heading for a bit of a meltdown. Definitely not making fun of the kid. Clearly something's going on. He's in some sort of emotional turmoil there, in some pain. Probably self-medicating a bit on God knows what. But that's my two cents. Something's going on. He's self-medicating, acting out. And I should probably correct myself because I think that, I think Ezra there, he's got himself some super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns. Not too pain-in-the-ass, though. I think he uses they, them. Kind of like Demi Lovato, just not as many reboots. It's just, to me, I think that's a shame. Him having this kind of meltdown, struggling through something, and not only doing it, but having to do it under a a media spotlight. And I'll just say this. In my opinion, he's a very talented actor. He's in one of my favorite movies. Did a hell of a job in that movie. The Perks of Being a Wallflower. That had Logan Lerman in it. Emma Watson. She's the young lady from Harry Potter. The three of them did a hell of a job in that film. So I hope he pulls out of it. Whatever's going on in his life. Causing him to to go down this road. Hope he pulls out of it soon. Because let's face it. What's the alternative? Shaving his head. Getting put under his parents' thumb. Nobody likes that. Speaking of booze, though. Assuming that was what Ezra Miller was doing. How's this from Wired? The end of alcohol. Glamorous influencers are blending science and superstition to help people change their relationship to drinking. Did I miss out by getting sober the old-fashioned way? And what this has to do with, folks, is out there on social media, they have what they call sober-fluencers. I guess they're the young, hip, pretty crowd out there on social media, on Instagram or TikTok, telling people, To lay off the booze. I guess there are worse things out there that you can be an influencer on. But for me, a sober fluencer, no thanks. I'll stick to booze. 
have myself a grand gay old time with alcohol. Like I can deal with these idiots sober. No. And I know, sir, I know that you, white boy Malcolm X, it'll be a cold day in hell before anyone pries that Italian beer out of your hand. They'd have better luck getting a ginger out of your hand than that damn beer. Oh, look, more had a adult 101 from those hysterical woke nitwits over at Vox. How to handle a lopsided friendship. If you think a pal is way less or way more invested than you are, here's what to do. Real simple, folks. You don't need to torture yourself reading Vox. Kick them to the curb. Most of the time, but you kick them to the curb. And I only say most of the time because, well, I have a girlfriend. I've known her since, I think, 77 or 78. For you millennial Gen Z kids out there, that's 1977, 1978. So I've known her, well, for most of my life, what, 44, 45 years? She's kind of half-assed with it, but she's kind of always been that way. So I kind of, well, I would say grandfathered, but I know how triggering that is. People think that word is racist, but I have exempted her from that rule because, like, she's going to change after 40-something years. No, but I love her to death, so I just kind of put up with it. But just in case you want to know, with those hysterical woke nitwits over at Vox, what they had to say, here are the quick rules. Resist the urge to make assumptions. Like, for example, oh, they must hate me if they're not responding to all my texts. Invite, don't accuse. Be flexible. And then the last one, if you're the one who can't prioritize your friendships, be upfront about it. So there you go. More Adulting 101 from Vox. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I'm skipping this next one. It's from the Wall Street Journal. 
I hate doodle dogs. Endless poodle hybrids spark backlash. No, folks, that's not from the Onion. That's not from the Babylon Bee. That's from the Wall Street Journal. People out there, not only do they hate poodles, they're so triggered by all these poodle hybrids, they're going on to social media and complaining about it. Yet another example, a perfect example of first world white people problems. Like the BIPOC folk, any of them are going onto Instagram or Facebook and complaining about poodle hybrids. No, that is totally 100% hysterical white people. BIPOC folk, they got way, 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 way more common sense than to go onto social media and complain about a poodle. That's a Karen. I don't care what the gender is. That's a Karen. And you queens, you know what I'm talking about. So you white people out there complaining about poodles, embarrassing all the other white people, as if you don't embarrass us enough, cut it out and get a damn life. From LGBTQ Nation, those girls over at LGBTQ Nation, photos of GOP representative Madison Cawthorn wearing lingerie surface. I tell you what, they are really out to get this kid. Really, really, really out to get this kid. Getting petty like this. Anyone else dresses up in drag. Oh, it's such a wonderful lifestyle. But he does it years ago, before he even got to Congress. It's something to try to embarrass him over. Oh, well, he's transphobic. He's such a hypocrite. White boy Malcolm X, have you ever done that, sir? Have you ever gotten dressed up in women's negligee and a bra? Ooh, folks, if you could see the look on his face, it's that kind of look if I told him again, you are not bringing that Ronald McDonald blow-up doll in this house. You keep that damn thing in your car. That's the kind of look I just got. And for the record, I have not done that either. Now, I have done drag. I will confess that. There are pictures out there of me doing it. Only twice, though, about 30-something years ago. Yes, there are. White boy Malcolm X. I think I've got a picture around here somewhere. I didn't do, though, just to warn you. I didn't do, like, slutty drag. I didn't dress like a whore. I don't know what it is, folks. Guys go out to do drag. A lot of them, they just want to dress up like a deranged strung out hooker. Oops, I mean sex worker. I didn't do that. I just, I went more, well, less slutty. I'll leave it at that. And just real quick, just to close the loop, I did it twice. Once, it was a friend's party. It was a Mardi Gras party. He thought that would be a good idea. All the young gay be queens. And way back then, folks, I was still a gaby queen. But we did that. We did drag for his Mardi Gras party. And then I showed the pictures to a friend of mine at work, a girlfriend of mine. And, and I was hosting a, well, it wasn't a bachelorette party, but we had some sort of 
pre-wedding party at my apartment. I was the host. I was also the only guy there. But again, folks, I'm a big old queen. I fit right in. But she saw the picture and she's like, I want you to do that. So, young queen, what did I do? I did drag a second time. So there are pictures of me out there doing drag. But be warned, that's an image you can never unsee. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, Sean Mendez, speaking of, well, I better not say that. Forget I brought that up, folks. Let's try that again. Sean Mendez posts super cryptic letter about struggle to live as his true self. And we had just talked about Sean Mendez, him going shirtless to the Met Gala, us comparing him to Timothée Chalamet going to the Oscar shirtless. Sean clearly hits the gym, clearly using that gym membership. Timothée, not so much. He still has the body of a 12-year-old boy. But Sean, he came out, shared a letter with his fans, no doubt, teenage girls and queens. And again, you queens know who you are. But he shared a letter with his fans, and this is what he said. The truth is, I really want to show up in the world as my 100% true, honest, unique self and not care what anyone thinks. Most of the time, that is a struggle. What is it with these millennial Gen Z kids and living their true self? speaking their truth. I have no idea what that means. I want to live my truth. I just live. I just am who I am. I don't need to go around. Oh, I need to live my authentic self. I need to speak my truth. I just do it. I don't need to announce that I'm going to do it. But kids these days, these millennial Gen Z kids, they've got to have a big announcement. They've got to, I don't know, roll out the red carpet gather everyone up so they can walk down the red carpet, speaking their truth, living their authentic self. Just do it already. Nobody gives a crap. White boy Malcolm X, I'm almost afraid to ask you this, sir, but what do you think it is? What do you think he's struggling with? What do you think is his true self? Non-binary. You think he's maybe possibly going to come out as non-binary, pull a Demi Lovato, have himself some super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns like they, them, or fey, fey, self, or zizirza, something like that. Or trans. Ooh, white boy Malcolm X. So maybe not pulling a Demi Lovato, pulling an Elliot Page. You think he might come out and identify as transgender. And don't even bother answering that, sir. I know you're just pulling my leg. That kid, if you're asking me, and I know you are, that kid has queen written all over him. And folks, calm down out there. I do not mean that as an insult. Sean Mendez, let's be honest here. Let me speak my truth. Sean Mendez, would make a fine addition to the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. Now, he's a little too young for me, but he's a cute kid. I think he'd be a 
a fine addition to the tribe. Certainly a hell of a lot better than Colton Underwood, that new gaby, whoring himself out, marrying his sugar daddy. Certainly a hell of a lot better than T.J. Osborne, that new country queen, getting all triggered and butthurt because the state of Tennessee didn't give him a participation trophy for coming out of that closet. And the list goes on and on. So, Sean, whatever it is, just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. Just go ahead and do it. Enough of these cryptic letters. We all know where you're going anyway. And for our last story, folks, it's from The Atlantic. Why American teens are so sad. Four forces are propelling the rise of depression among young people. And real quickly, folks, the four forces propelling the rise of depression amongst the millennial Gen Z kids out there. Social media use, no duh. Sociality is down, another no duh. The world is stressful and there is more news about the world's stressors. Kind of like, well, this being Earth Month, all the eco-disaster porn out there, all the doom and gloom stories going on, scaring the living hell out of kids, making them neurotic about the environment. Speaking of which, here's another headline from Breitbart. Bill Maher. Young people have anxiety problems because they've been indoctrinated on COVID. No kidding. Just like the environment, these kids, terrified of catching COVID and dying. What are the odds that a kid's going to catch COVID and die? Slim to none and slim left town, as I like to say. But they're all hysterical about it, like the environment. And why? Because eco-disaster porn, COVID-disaster porn, that sells. And the last one, modern parenting strategies. And that talks about anxious parents by seeking to insulate their children from risk and danger are unintentionally transferring their anxiety to their kids. Again, no kidding. So on that note, since I cannot top American teens being sad, even if most of it is self-induced or brought about by their hysterical parents, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.